down in Missouri when I heard this lullaby while the stars were blinking and the moon was shining high. Welcome to Jordan, Missouri, the history of Missouri, one county at a time. I'm Scott Fawn. This week we are in Reynolds County, right in the middle of southeast Missouri, in the, the, the maybe the end of the lead belt, one of the prettiest counties, one of the most oddly shaped counties you'd ever see. Founded uh, February 25th, 1845, the 92nd county founded, named for the 7th governor of the state of Missouri, Thomas Reynolds, who was ironically also uh, the chief justice of the Illinois Supreme Court. Folks used to move around quite a bit back then. 814 square miles, cut in one of the most unique ways you could ever cut a county. If you look if you look at the map of Missouri County, so look at southeast Missouri, and you're going to see a real, it's not really jagged, it's not cut along rivers, but it's cut across parcels in one of the most unique shapes you'd ever see for a county. We are at the very historic courthouse. It took them a few tries to get this courthouse the way it is with the presiding commissioner, Joe Lloyd Commissioner. Thank you for the hospitality. Thank you for coming. And we're the uh, second district commissioner, uh, Miriam Williams, Commissioner Williams. Thank you for having us. Thanks thanks for being here. And we have been delighted to be joined by a couple folks from the Genealogy and Historical Society of Reynolds County. First, Ms. Uh, Carol Santoff. Thank you. We're glad to be here. And Norma Wakefield. Nice to have you. Norma, tell folks how they could find the Genealogy and Historical Society of Reynolds County. Okay, it's on 2nd Street in Ellington, right across from the post office. Yep. And uh, we've, we're open Tuesday through Friday, from March through November. And uh, we're open uh, 10 o'clock to 4, normally. And we sell... Uh, genealogy information books and we do a lot of um, studies for various people that call in or come come and uh, we had a couple of people there today that were looking for information and I drug out all kinds of books for them <laughs> yeah they, you've been waiting on them they didn't know what they were walking into <laughs> I always want to take a moment before we get started and thank our sponsors. The Missouri Farm Bureau lets us come to places like Centerville and talk about the history of our state, along with the Missouri Association of Counties, the Missouri Association of Electric Co-ops. Let us come to places like Centerville and uh, and discuss the history of our state. Uh, we are here. The first settler that I've read about, now you stop me, Carol, if I'm wrong, was Henry Fry, come up from Kentucky around 1812. Is that, is that, how, that, is that who folks agree is the first European settler to come through here? That's... That's usually the first settler, and actually he didn't stay here too long. Uh, there was a Father Maxwell or a, a priest Maxwell who came here maybe before that. He had a Spanish land grant mm-hmm. uh, in this area for several thousands of acres. But that was supposed to be a Catholic settlement, but that didn't last either. And I don't recall how long Henry Fry stayed. Do you know? I don't remember But he didn't stay very long. He went back where he came from. Interesting. I always like to ask folks, uh, Commissioner Lloyd, how did your family come to live here in Mills County? Well, uh, (laughs) tracing each leg back, uh, my great-grandfather on my uh, dad's side, he was a Cherokee Indian and come out of Oklahoma Territory uh, from an orphanage. And actually migrated back east and settled on Logan Creek uh, south of Ellington. And on my mother's side was Saniff, uh bloodline. And from my understanding, they migrated in from the Tennessee and Kentucky Hills country. Ms. Santos, speaking of Santos, how did your family come speaking to live here? Speaking of Santos, well, it's, 
it's not my family, sure. it's my husband's family, but uh, as he said, uh, came in here from, uh, actually the Santos, we first heard about them in Cincinnati and then across the river in Kentucky. And uh, from there, they got there, oh, around 1840, came down the Ohio and uh, the old man of the family, who was William, uh, went up to Farmington on the Plank Road, and while he did that, he was a shoemaker, made boots uh, for the men that uh, drove the ore wagons on the Plank Road. Wow. And for some reason, he skips from there all the way over to Bates County around Butler. Oh, wow, yeah. And he was a bootmaker there. He made time, didn't he? And then he winds up in Kansas City as a sawyer, working for a big uh, sawmill up there. And this was, oh, about 1870. So he had been at Butler before the war started, and then wound up in Kansas City, and from there wound up Peoli and Sabula and Sinkin Creek and... Uh, built a house uh, close to Redford that's still mm -hmm. standing there, and then met up with the Piles family that had come in from Illinois as surveyors with the survey crew way back there. And it's a big bunch of Your people. family, like, no, you never left, huh? <laughs> after that, no. Commissioner Williams, had your uh, family come live here in Mills County? Uh, from what I... I understand my great-granddad come from the Carolinas and was married to a full-blooded Cherokee lady. And our actual name when he left there was um, Francis. And when he got here, um, it became Williams. But oh. back then he was running from, I think, running from being hanged because <laughs> and got, 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 got killed, I understand. But anyway, and they, they, was, they, they, they ended up up by Johnson Shuttians. Uh, and uh, worked, I guess, worked the farms and, and did blacksmith work and stuff like that. But, uh, so everybody says, asked me if I'm kin to some of the other Williams, and I said, no. <laughs> You're not really a Williams. I, I but not, if the Francis really. asks, you might say no, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ms. Wakefield, tell folks how you came to live in Reynolds County. Well, my third great-grandfather came from Virginia up to uh, Jefferson County and my great-grandfather moved from Jefferson County down to south and then he came back to Reynolds County and so uh, my whole family is here in Reynolds County now I mean I grew up in Shannon County but I grew up on Current River yes ma'am <laughs> and uh, we lived there all my childhood years. I spent many, uh, many days in Current River myself, different, <laughs> different spots. So the first settlers, there was about four settlements that, that made it. Centerville, Lesterville, Logan's Creek, and then Wilfork. Is that right? They were some settlements back when they started? Well, no. West, 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 West Fork. Yeah. That's West more Fork. due to my penmanship than oh, okay. <laughs> historical uh, abilities. Uh, now, tell me, I, I read where the first county seat was Lesterville. Now, yeah. when you come to Centerville, Commissioner Lloyd, if you use uh, fusing Farmington, you could just shoot right over, right? You kind of South on 21. 21, yes. 21, which goes up through Potosi and up to St. Louis. That is correct. If you come down from Jeff City, I've made the drip from Butler County to Jeff City many times. 
and I cut through 21 to Ellington, then I go 72, kind of jag it over to Salem and go up. That's about, you come down Rolla, Salem, right? Then you come over? Yeah, we have two to three main uh, numbered highways within the county, 21, 72, and 106. 21 is pretty much north-south coming through the county from the southern to the northern tip, and then uh, the two easterly roads, east to west roads, are 72 and 20 or in 106. So, uh, if you if we're in Centerville, right where the courthouse is. That's correct. How would you get for to Lesserville from where where we are right now? Uh, take 21 Highway North, and it would run you right into Lesserville. It's about uh, what Eddie six nine, eight miles. Yeah. Where do you live in the county? I live on uh, uh, close to Reynolds, just a wide spot in the middle of the road, uh, off 72 Highway. Been there for the last 22 years, I guess. Now, Redford, is that in the, is that up towards, where, where's Redford at from here? South. 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 Okay. It's, it's on O Highway, and that's, that's where my family originally, yeah. where I kind of grew up at, was in Redford area. Commissioner Williams, where you, where you live at? I live at Black. I was raised in Lusterville here on, down, down over here on West Fork. Um, moved to Black, been there for mm, probably close to 30 years, I guess. There. So uh, so as time went by, the first county seat was Lusterville, correct? That's what they say. I read where in 45. They put together a log cabin, right? Mm-hmm. It's funny people think of courthouses are these big things, and they are now a lot of times, but back then all over the state, they were a log cabin in one room, and if you needed it for court that day, use it. If not, the, <laughs> the county court, which was the commissioner at the time, would use it, and they'd have to schedule it. Uh, always an interesting thing. Uh, well, they decided after about three years that that wasn't going to work. Now, normally, it's because they're not in the middle of the county, but in Reynolds County, it's such an interesting-shaped county, and it's, it's more tall than it is wide. Centerville was in the center of the county, right? More so than Lesterville. Lesterville's over, kind of on the edge, correct? It's probably the closest uh, central point in the county yeah. as far as an organized ta- town. Now, as times went by, I would say Ellington's got more folks in the southern end, is that right? Oh, most definitely. Yeah. There's yeah. close to 1,000 people in, in Ellington. Um, so after that, they decided they'd come in and, uh, and, and move, the, uh, move, the, uh, move the, the county court to Centerville. They put in a courthouse in Centerville, correct? They did. No. Uh, one of the Bufords, I think. Some say he donated the land for the courthouse area, but then I think he got some pay for it. Now, the Bufords are a name that I read very, very tightly intertwined with with the history of not just Reynolds County, but all southeast Missouri. Now, obviously, there was a state senator that, that you know was credited with starting public education in rural mm-hmm. areas. But tell me how that family, the history of that family. I see the street well, named after him up the road here. And there's a whole lot of Bufords still here. Yeah, Carter, uh, Carter Buford they was were a up, senator. Up Buford so, Mountain in, is that Iron or St. Francis County? It'd be St. Francis. St. Francis, yeah. Buford Mountain. They were up there first, and then down here, and uh, married into about every family. Uh, we've got Buford Cardi Cabin uh, sitting out towards Black National Historic yeah. Site. For one of the Bufords, uh, and then of course there was Senator Carter Buford. Uh, he was first here at Centerville, I believe, and then moved to Ellington and and ran for office. Ran for lieutenant governor. He even ran his, uh, for lieutenant when governor. When he retired the first time after that campaign, his replacement died, and they begged him to come back, and he did for a while. Had even second trip there. So after they uh, moved the the county courthouse to Centerville. Uh, they built uh, they built a courthouse here, right? They built 
two, I believe, didn't they? A couple of them have burnt. Three, uh, I guess, if you want to start from the... If you want to start from uh, Lesterville. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go from the... So, I read where they built one here, and then somehow during the war, it got... Is that the first one 1863, the first one first. burnt. Right. So, tell me the story about how that happened. And, and the statute of limitations <laughs> went out on any family members, in my opinion. First of all, let me start with it. We talked about the Civil War. Uh, was this a Union County or Confederate County? I think it was a little bit of both. I mean, we were, uh, it, it, it was mixed. Uh, you know, at times I think it just depends on who was uh, uh, sympathetic to which which side and which cause. You know, a lot of times, like in Benton County, the northern was a bunch of Germans who were very pro-Union. The southern end was very pro-Confederate. Uh, but North Missouri, I was in Putnam County, and they were very pro-Union. Changed the name of their county to Unionville. And Schuyler County, very Democratic, very pro-Confederate. And they were going to... They were going to just fight. They were going to have their own civil war, uh, east and west, and it, it, the federal government called it off. Uh, but uh, a lot of counties changed over the course of time. Started off being very sympathetic to the Confederacy, mostly just let people live and let live. And then, you know, the Union Army was had provisions shipped in from the north, where the south had to forage, mm-hmm. which the first time you might, you know, a farmer or somebody might give charity and a place to stay and some food. <clears throat> But the second time when they come in and take all your crops, you become a lot more northern and sympathetic. <laughs> your commitment to the cause wanes. Uh, so uh, through time, was it just pretty much uh, I found that a lot of folks in the Ozarks are, we don't care about what you do to leave us alone. Yeah. I think it's still pretty much that yeah. way to this day. Yeah, you know, we, we are kind of isolated from the outside world, and, and I think that's not necessarily a bad thing at times, you know. Uh, it, it maybe it puts us a little bit farther behind as far as what where the rest of the world's at. But personally, for one, I'm okay with that. You know, well, you, I was at Johnson Shutters, <clears throat> and there was no isolation last summer. All those St. Louis <laughs> folks that were wearing their masks, they came down here, and I didn't see a mask on any of them. They they were lined up to get in. We had a lot of that, yeah, yeah. and and still do. You know, which is good. Yeah, it's it, tourism's a good good thing for us. So uh, tell me the story about how the courthouse burned. Uh, some of my relatives. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I, I uh, which was would be tied to the Santa family. Uh, yeah, they they actually burned it the first time, and I'm not too sure they didn't burn it the second time, which was I think in like uh, 1871. Now what was their reasons the first? Time? Uh, I think it was over a war skirmish that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Didn't the uh, the Union held a courthouse at the time and. Had built a stockade around it or something, and the I think that's correct. South came up and mm-hmm. burned it. Wasn't there? Uh, the story I read was because it's so close to Pilot Knob. Places around Pilot Knob were were guarded, and they said it. But it's a small garrison, so they sort of built a fence around it to protect it. And during uh, during a raid, they decided they better evacuate, and then the, then the, some. Whether it was the Confederate Army or some bushwhacker, burned the courthouse, right? And lost yes. all the records, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything. Yeah, yeah, everything was lost. That's bad for genealogy. <laughs> I can imagine. As it gets, so, uh, in the county, where was the other skirmishes, or was that pretty much the main one? Well, Ellington was burned. Yes. Well, and there was actually. Ellington, Ellington, but Ellington. one. Who burned Ellington? Uh, I don't know. I don't know for sure either. I would guess the Union did. Well, Fort Barnesville is just south of Ellington. Right, yeah, and that's what I was going to mention was Fort Fort Uh, Barnesville. Yeah, Yeah. it was a Union. Now, in Donovan, the Union Army, when they saw General Price coming with all those 100,000 people and this enormous army, they burned Donovan, and they were known to burn towns as they were retreating so they couldn't 
use them for food or stockades or anything. Uh, as time went on, uh, as time went on, though, it's, it's interesting. Tell me about the fort down there south of Ellington. Well, it's on the National Register now, and uh, it's not very far out of Ellington. And uh, it's what? It's pretty brushy right now. I don't What's the know. fort called? Fort Barnesville. And, and I read where there was a gentleman here in, in Reynolds County that did a lot of the work you all did, did research, mm-hmm. and kind of had to prove that it was there, right? Gerald Angel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is a, that's a very interesting... That uh, was his baby. Yeah. <laughs> and But was able to prove it was there, right? Yeah. And now it's a yeah. designated place. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess they were guarding the trail between here and Donovan. Yeah. The, the Union was. So uh, the, then they were gonna they were gonna build what they called a fireproof courthouse, right? So they said a temporary courthouse in eighteen seventy one, correct? I think so. And the the temporary courthouse while they were building the fireproof courthouse burned, right? Yeah, burned. Which is its own kind of funny. And know? destroyed the records again. Yeah. <laughs> there, so, was, there was some kind of story about maybe it was arson because of somebody had done something funny with the books okay <laughs> that's a story well what that i found interesting was in the the courthouse they built in 1871 was supposed to cost ten thousand dollars that's what they had let the bid for but it came in only at eight thousand dollars which you can never imagine a a, a firm yeah. doing county work without that's that's a negative change order i bet you've never seen one of them <laughs> <laughs> yeah our bills are a little bit higher yeah, than that these days you're lucky to buy mm-hmm. a pallet of bricks for that now you come in and you say well i got a change order but it's 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 a we're taking half a fifth of the cost off uh but that there was also i read where that in that courthouse there was a dome that was never built they're gonna put a dome on the top and a really? clock or something they never built it uh Don't but know that. It, as time that. went on uh they decided to do a wpa courthouse was offered but there wasn't enough money to match it. So they ended up buying another building around here, right? Kind of fashioning that as a, as a courthouse. Tell me about the courthouse we're in right now. It's been uh, the original part of the courthouse, which is the, the north facing. Uh, you know, it, it was built, you know, the last one that was built, it's still still here and part of the courthouse. But it's, we've had uh, several additions over the years. Uh, I think the last main addition that was put on the back, uh, which would have been our jail and, and the upstairs offices for the court system uh, and the uh, treasurer and collector's office, I think was built in 81. And we've not had any major build outs other than our 911 center and the sheriff's office, which was done after the Tom Salk breach and uh, is after 05 breach. Mm-hmm. So uh, as, the, as the Civil War concluded, it looked to me like folks just kind of want everybody to leave them alone again sort of winded down and and moved on. Uh, We're going to come back and talk about uh, Reynolds County today and Tom Salk and all kinds of stuff. We always want to thank our sponsor when we take our break, the Missouri Association of Electric Co-ops that has come to places like here in Centerville and Reynolds County and talk about the history of Missouri. We're also uh, joined by, we're also proud to be sponsored by the Missouri Association of Counties and the Missouri Farm Bureau. We'll be right back to talk about Tom Salk and all things Reynolds County after this. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and we're for the Missouri way of life. We're for worrying less about the what-ifs and more about the why-nots. We're for checking off your bucket list and then making a new one. For starting a family, a business, a tradition. And if you find yourself starting over, we're here for that too. We're for building a life in Missouri and then going out and living it. And when it comes to making sure everything you've built is protected, we're for you. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and we've got Missouri covered for life. Welcome back to the show, Missouri. This is Missouri One County Time. This week we're in Reynolds County in southeast Missouri in good hill country. 
uh, with uh, Joe Lloyd, the presiding commissioner of Reynolds County at the historic courthouse here in Centerville. Commissioner, thank you for the hospitality. Thank you for coming. We are Carol Sandal uh, from with the History and Genealogy Society. Thank you for joining us. Well, glad to be here. Her running buddy, Norma Wakefield. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. And uh, Second District Commissioner Mary Williams, Commissioner, I appreciate it. Thank you for being here. Let's talk about. There's a couple things I think of when I think of Reynolds County. I think of uh, I think of the uh, Tom Sock. Tell me about Tom Sock. It's uh, the. It's got the reservoir on it, which breached uh, a few years back. It's it's the highest mountain in Missouri. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got an electro uh, hydroelectric plant there that makes it a lot of electric for a lot of our state. Um, the water comes out of Johnson Shed Ends off the East Fork. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom Salk also back in the day uh, Civil War days, they come there by the Tom Salk Lake. There's a big valley you can go up, and it goes to the Devil's Tollgate, where they took the, they went through to get to Pilot Nile. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little bit narrow rock that you can go through that they went through with the wagons, and that's where they got ambushed a lot. You know, <laughs> so that's part of the Tom Sockers, and then there's any Tom Sock that's kind of in the edge of Iron County. You know, we have a unique, unique county, I guess, when it comes to a lot of battles and things. Amazing view from up there, ain't it? It is. It is. It is a- There's another spot that you can't get to unless you walk, but you can see uh, miles and miles, just like being on top of the reservoir. It's actually on the west side of the campground, the new campground of Johnson Shed Ends. If you go to the top of the ridge, and there's an old hand dug pond back there, horse drawn pond, dug pond, and out behind it, you can see the Buick mine and Probably close to Salem. That's how far you can see from that wow. big glade. It's a, it's absolutely beautiful, especially in the fall. A lot of people don't know 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 where it's at or how to get there. But I've been there many times. It's really beautiful. Uh, uh, Commissioner, tell me I, now. Johnson Shut is one of my favorite spots. Tell me about Johnson Shut is. It's probably one of the most unique rock formations within the state, and yeah. which I know it's you know. It's highly publicized. You know, most most people know about it. Uh, it's, it's a great place to visit, and you know, sadly, I probably don't go as much as I should. But it's it, it's, it's kind of more commercialized, and and a lot of people from out of town, you know, frequent it. Uh, it's but like it, folks in St. Louis don't go to Six Flags. I remember it was right. a big deal once a summer we could go to Six Flags <laughs> from Popper Bluff. But if you talk to folks in St. Louis, they don't go out there. And I'm like, that's funny how that. The things I, in your backyard you don't go to as much. Yeah. I was raised right down the road mm-hmm. from Johnson Jennings, and I probably haven't been there ten times in my life. <laughs> <laughs> you, you never go where it's close to home. Yeah, you got to go see something else. You go down Current River at, at Van Buren or something, you don't go up there. Um, I, I mean, that is a place that gets tens of thousands of folks, right? Uh, yes, and during COVID, it was yeah. always funny to me to watch all the city people. They'd talk about their mask and how rural folks weren't doing what they needed to do. Then they come down to Johnson Shut In and take that mask. They lose that mask about Festus. It would be the last time they <laughs> yeah, and they was always full to capacity too yeah. through all last summer. You know how, fun, how country people are. It's kind of funny to watch people scattered. I was told there was some people around and they were all around talking about their masks. And some of them had masks, some of them didn't, and they was going about it. They said, all you had to do is just start having your coffin fit and it disappears. Didn't take long to run them off and get it to yourself. <laughs> oh. That's funny. Well, tell me about the businesses. Where do folks commission? Where do you, where do folks work at here in Rooks County? We have, I guess, probably 
three main industries in the county. One of them would be mining, mm -hmm. uh, no-run lead mine, uh, lead, zinc, and copper. Employs a lot of people. Uh, the the forestry business is probably one of the second, probably the second largest or close to it. Uh, lots of sawmills, pallet mills uh, uh, scattered throughout the county. And then the third would probably be tourism. Uh, we do have Clearwater Lake in the southern end of the county as well. And it, it's one of those lakes that's uh, really neat and unique. Uh, but it kind of gets overlooked as, as far as uh, tourism, at least ways from the, the Reynolds County side. It's, it's yeah. more commercialized on the Wayne County so. side. Uh, but uh, it's the same lake, but uh, I guess maybe we're a little more laid back on this side. We do have some tourism uh, that in that area. Lake? Can you, you, yes, it is. So you got to just go in at certain spots. You can't just have a place on the lake, right? Right. Yes. Ever all all the the boundaries around it are, are owned by the Corps of Engineers, and then you know you can own land close to it. But uh, uh, it was mainly developed for uh, flood control and. You know, it's as time went on, it's become more of a recreational lake. But uh, uh, I remember Mr. Angel that we'd spoke about before, you know, talking about uh, whenever he was a kid, you know, before they built that lake, you know, what the valley looked like. And it's really unique. Uh, I guess it's the one of the largest earthen dams uh, in the United States, uh, which is kind of unique for, you know, its structure and when it was built. So uh, the co-op. Now, I know the co-op, the one I'm on, and those are border clips Ellington, right? Because Uva has a member from Ellington, correct? Well, uh, we're actually, Black River Electric is our co-op. Ozark border is just to the south of us. Uh, Van Buren region, and it probably comes up just into the lower portion of Reynolds Maybe County. an Ellington address in certain places that are outlined. That must mm -hmm. be, because I remember a guy, Brian Bolton, in Ellington. I didn't know how they went, but I knew Black River had the, at least the north part of the county, right? They have pretty much the whole county or the bigger portion yeah. of it. Uh, there may be just a little snippet in the in the southern end that may be Ozark border, yeah. but uh, for the most part, it's it's Black River electric. Black River is a highly thought of co-op. I mean, yes. I, most folks I know that are on that, you know, everybody likes the power to go out of things, but they mm -hmm. generally, have, I've always seen folks have a pretty high regard for Black River. They do a really good job of keeping the power on and, and uh, keeping keeping the maintenance issues, you know, yeah. Uh, they've got a lot of miles to cover, but, uh, you know, for the most part, living in a rural area, you know, we, we've had times, we had a windstorm in 09 that, you know, the, the whole county's without power for, uh, probably two weeks. But, uh, other than that, even in, uh, typical ice storms or anything like that, uh, for the most part, uh, they do a really good job of keeping the, uh, power on, you know, throughout the region. Tell me, uh, about the schools here now. I know that it's, this is a very appropriate place to talk about it as a senator from here, the one that's credited with rural public schools. Uh, you got Ellington, right? Ellington. Centerville. Does Lesterville have its own school? Yeah, Lesterville. Now, Bunker. Bunker. Mm -hmm. I always remember Bunker. I played ball at Bunker before. Uh, is, that the, is that the four schools in the district, in the, in the county? Yeah. Well, and there's actually... Centerville is only elementary. Yeah. Okay. K, K through 8, I believe, is Centerville. Uh, I went to one of those. There's actually a couple of other districts that intercede uh, in the county. You know, Clearwater is actually on the uh, eastern side. Of, we do have a small uh, piece of ground on the other side of the lake over there that is Reynolds County, but uh, they have to go to uh, uh, Piedmont School. And then on the southern end, we have uh, Carter County uh, has some school district or portion of the county school. Uh, I think they have just a little bit, but Van Buren has the, the majority on the south end. 
So what's the what's the rivalry game? Is it is it an Ellington Lesterville? Well, what's is it? Is it Lesterville Bunker? What what would the game be? I don't know. Uh, you know, uh, baseball has really been a, a, a big yeah, thing the last few years. Uh, you know, a couple of years ago, they won the state title. They won districts this year. So they've been uh, Ellington. Ellington. But now Lesterville has had a really good volleyball team, and, and I think they won state this year. Uh, so Are they 1A, 2A schools? Uh, 1A, I think. I, I think Lesterville is one A. Yeah. I didn't know if Ellington had got big. Be I, I think Ellington is, is possibly a two A school. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So, uh, the, is there a is there a basketball game that's a, that's the Ellington Bunker? I remember there was a big tournament always, like at Ellington, right? Uh, played the tournament, maybe. I think years ago that's they basketball. had they yeah, yeah, yeah they, they had like an Ellington Invitational yeah. tournament. Used to be uh, a rivalry with the Ellington Lesterville. Yeah, yeah. As, as the roads have gotten better, we've we've seemed to have branched out farther on our on our oh, athletics, yeah. and they go a lot farther. Uh, as far I guess we need to thank Modoc County, for that. They go everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, they they travel some miles uh, to to play. So uh, I guess you know as time goes by, you know, and years go by, the the rivalries change between schools. But uh, you know, I think. Uh, in years past, always like Bunker Ellington, but I mean every game, you know, you always get a good turnout at the games, and, yeah. and uh, lots of people are, are very excited, you know, whenever hometown plays hometown. When uh, tell me about the politics here, is is it like a lot of rural counties? It was very Democrat until it wasn't. That it was all Republican, or what? What's the what's politics in Rules County? We're kind of an oddity because I, you know, I feel like we're we're in a flux or a change of politics. Um, we're still we still have roots in the Democrats mm -hmm. uh, side and every county in Southeast does right? Well, predominantly all the counties around us have changed, uh, which I did change uh, last year myself from from Democrat to Republican. But uh, uh, the the I guess the politics of the state, uh, you know, when you look at uh, how the county voted for state and federal elections, uh, it was about eighty three percent Republican. And, uh, you know, our, our county politics, most people are still very conservative here. Well, it's and hold con got a $10,000 for $8,000. Yeah, <laughs> and, and they still hold conservative values. But, uh, you know, the party alignments, I think, have changed. And my opinion, we're probably on the cusp of, you know, in the next few years that, that a lot of the elected officials here will probably uh, change as well. It's a really interesting thing to me. I mean, I, I don't, you know, Washington being not my area of expertise by any means, but you know, locally, you just saw that my assumption is there were a lot of folks that were Republicans that ran as Democrats and served fine and did a good job and didn't make any difference in how they did their job in, at, at the courthouse because of their party. And you saw now you see folks that, if I had to guess, there's some folks that are Democrats, especially like a judge or something, that'll run as a judge on the Republican ticket because that's just the, the, the national stuff changed. The regular folks in the county didn't. Right. And probably doesn't make a lot of difference, right? I mean, and I've it, never seen it. Typically. I've never seen much partisanship in a county courthouse. Typically for day-to-day -day operations around here, it, it doesn't really matter what you run as. To me, it, it doesn't have yeah. a bearing uh, much of what any, any individual uh, wants to run as. But as far as alignment for me personally, uh, as a Christian conservative, you know, there's things that's went on within the Democrat Party that I I just cannot uh, align myself with the future going. Like yeah, that. and the historical side, I guess everybody elected here 
was a Democrat from the Civil War on for the most part. Yes. And then that started to change sometime around the 90s or 10, ten years ago. 10 years ago. Yeah. And it just, it's interesting how those trends, that's not a Reynolds County thing or a Scott County thing. It's just a, or a St. Louis thing. I and mean, they seem to be very Republican. And then just the, the national trends at some point, they lag, but they catch up. Yeah. And I, I'm not sure that the, the jobs that are done are any different, but the national stuff just has a way of, of affecting things. That's, it's an interesting trend across all of Missouri. Uh, last thing I want to ask is my the favorite thing I like to ask. And before I do it, I want to thank our sponsors one more time. The Missouri Farm Bureau, the Missouri Association of Counties, and the Missouri Association of Electric Co-ops letting us come to places like Reynolds County and talk about Centerville. The one thing I've waited to talk about was here we are in Centerville, and it was it was spelled C-E-N-T-R-E-V-I-L-L-E. And then what was it around 18, late 1800s? They changed it to Centerville like I would have said it. Now, why did they change the how it's spelled? I can't find anybody to, t- to, to tell me how. I don't think I, we know why. Maybe somebody was dyslexic. An old spelling. You know, if you think about British spelling, Theodore yeah. Rosari. Was it spent more, spelled more like Centryville? Is that, I don't well, think it so. It was spelled like, so I, when I, I was actually really interested in this, being, being from near here. If you look up Center, C-N-T-R-E, that is how... A French, the, the French mm-hmm. folks would say it, and up in Canada, in like the Molson Center, it's uh, the, the beer sponsored a, a big sports arena mm-hmm. in Canada, and it's not spelled center like C N T E R like I would think to spell. It's spelled C N T R E. In Virginia, Centerville is is spelled the old way, but is that it's, right? it's pronounced Centerville. And I wondered what why the folks would have changed it because I mean the whole my life I've seen it Centerville, and that's how I would have spelled it if yeah. you'd asked me, but. Back then it was, uh, so we got a project maybe to look at and find out why. Yeah. <laughs> because there's a form, yep, that when you change a county seat, a county, you know, it's a little more formal process that they have to change it in Jeff City. And so there's usually a narrative as to why that would be. And I'm a uh, CFJ Ashcroft can help us find out why that, because I was interested, I, I read and read. I never could figure out, get a, get a real clear view of why that was changed, except folks, there was one, one person wrote, People spelled it that way commonly so much anyway right. that they were having to change some legal documents because even title companies and things were spelling it that way. So they got it to end some confusion. They went back and changed it like most folks would say it or, or would write it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I always wondered if there was a good local story. Not that I've know, never heard it. We can make one up if we don't have Commissioner Williams, if you used to bring somebody to Reynolds County for the day, where would you take them? What would you show them? Oh, we got lots of pretty sites. We got the Sutton's Bluff area. We got uh, here in the last year, so we've got a big sinkhole that's come out by the our, our, into our, into our one of our county roads. Kind of interesting to see, especially when it's active. It really makes lots of noise, and it's kind of spooky being around beside oh. it. It's huge. Um, we've got the Johnson shut-ins, uh, the new park, uh, mm-hmm. the, the actual shut-ins area. Um and we have a lot of, uh, I have a lot of people ask me about old cemeteries, and I know where quite a few of them are that's, uh, that's here and there that I took people to. Um, they like to see, uh, try and find places where their family's buried. And, uh, but I, that's, that's some of the things that I would show. Uh, Ms. Carroll, where would you take folks uh, if they come to Reynolds County for the day? Well, I'd have to take them to the museum. I knew <laughs> my I favorite knew. place. And I'd give them a tour of the museum and try to sell them our bicentennial book. 
And I'd probably take them out to Fort Barnesville to show them uh, what we can see. It's probably brushy and grown over right now. Gerald used to go out and uh, cut it every once in a while. Uh, and I might just take them to my porch and let them look across the valley. I like Because that. it's pretty. <laughs> Miss, uh, Miss Dorn, where would you take folks? I'm, I Again, I'd probably take them to Reed Spring because I think it's beautiful. That It is. That is a fact. <laughs> Commissioner, if you got old Vince Lampy up here out of Butler County, <laughs> where would you take him? What would you show him about Reynolds County? I don't know. I don't know if Vince has got web feet or not. He uh, he, might, he might not. He might want to stay close to water. Well, being I tell you, a flatland so area. Butler County is truly a place that straddles. It's got half of it's the hills, the the part yeah, I'm from. It does. Yeah. The other half is uh, is just as flat uh, as a plate. All farm. All country. the way down to, mm-hmm. to Baton Rouge, New Orleans. <clears throat> and Vince, my dad is from that flat side down by where Vince is from. My mom is a hill person, so uh, I, I I grew up in. Luckily, she took me to the hills, so I could be <laughs> saved from that. But. You know, there's lots of uniqueness in, in the county, and I guess it would probably just depend on what each individual, you know, what interest they have, because there's something here for everybody if they look for it. You know, if it's nothing from just riding the bike roads to uh, finding a small creek to play in with your kids to, to boating on the lake, or, you know, it's a short trip to Current River from here. Uh, and a lot of the local people use use the Current River probably more so than anybody else you know everybody's got a boat in this region and uses it and uh but uh, even floating on the black rivers is can be a pretty amazing uh, thing uh throughout the spring i'll give you my one i don't know i'm gonna do this but i'll I'll tell you i think in 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 centerville you could literally take your truck and drive any direction you'd want to drive and you're going to see something beautiful it is a place where every single spot i've ever seen around here it's just beautiful hills, and if you run into a creek, that's pretty too. And it is everything is green, and and it is one of the prettiest places uh, that any folks could find. And the great thing about Reynolds County is you could be on the same road and drive in, in and out of it three or four times. You know, Sutton's Bluff, which is just a few miles up the river from here, it's very unique, and and a lot of people don't know know where it's where it is, and it's kind of tucked in. You know. It's it's a pretty good drive to get there, but uh, at the same time, you know, it's a, it's a rock wall that's been there for forever, and you know the river is curved out and carved out into the edge of it, and uh, there's a nice campground there, but uh, uh, there's just a lot of uniqueness in any any direction you look here. Well, I want to thank y'all for joining us. This is the show, Missouri. This is Missouri One County Time from Reynolds County. We'll see you all next week. Way down in Missouri. When I heard this lullaby While the stars were blinking And the moon was shining high